Hello, Internet. It's Sean again. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you check out Lords of Misrule live every other Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv forward slash game nights. Enjoy the game. on our break and now back to the action uh so kicking off back to the top of the combat order as your party is being surrounded by these beetle-like creatures filled with this ooze substance uh that puts us to sebastian's turn yep so i think i may have a bit of a way out of my current conundrum okay before attacking the one right up on me I'm going to take out one of my throwing knives, and I assume at least one of the others is within 20 feet of me. Yes. So going to throw it there, even though it'll be at disadvantage because I'm in melee with another one. Okay. So this is an attack action. <laughs> yes. So throwing knife, uh, come on, 15 to hit. Uh, 15 will hit. Okay. Uh, I guess going for the one we seem to have been ganging up on. Yeah, the one uh, saved the most damage. For six piercing damage. Nice. After doing that, before I do my second attack action, I'm going to do bonus action flurry of blows. Because uh, I'm the drunken master, I get to I get the benefit of disengage as part of this. So gonna quickly one two the beetle next to me before taking my now fifty feet of movement <laughs> away from it. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that will somehow let me avoid any of the splashing. Uh, if you are. You take the splash damage when you hit it, so... Okay, um, we'll see. I may about to stumble and fall away from it. Um, but so that's an 18 to hit and a 16 to hit. Okay, those both hit, so 14. So 14 damage total. Okay. So I guess I take 2d10 acid. Well, that's a 9 and a 7. <laughs> I am... So the first one knocks me out, so I guess the other one does. We'll say they both go through. It'll be yeah. We'll just we'll just say they both go through. They both carry you. You, you carry through enough with the punches, and as the acid seeps in, you kind of begin to stagger back, and this like that white sort of pain hits your eyes. The the time you spend in the ring, like you you know you're about to fall unconscious, and you begin to uh, stumble, and then Sebastian falls onto his back like a sack of potatoes. And I assume it's still alive. I didn't manage to take it with me. It's real rough. Two of them are real, real rough. Um, Fun. But they're still up. Still up. Oh, yeah. gosh. Um, which will put it to Enza's turn. Well, seeing some go down, I'm going to take another shot at that one. Okay. Uh, Uh, 21. Uh, 21 will hit. Okay. 
This is still the one that I slayers prayed. Uh, that is... Wait. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, 13 piercing damage. 13 piercing damage. Um, that one does go down now. <gasps> oh, good. So that uh, Skitter Haunt explodes into explodes. Uh, gore and, uh, I mean, explodes <laughs> in the sense that you deal a lot of damage to it and okay. the sort of ruptures and the acid spraying behind it in this big sort of Nickelodeon style blue uh, goop uh, stream. Uh, so it leaves you with two Skitter Haunts remaining, one of them looking real, real bad. Okay. Um, well, I'm out of shots and so it's a bonus action to reload uh yes uh it's a bonus action to reload okay um i'm gonna use my second attack to huck my hand axe at whichever oh. one is closer the uh, one that's closer is the one that's been attacking that one's not so bad but then there's the one that's really rough that is over by uh cordelia and uh, actually guess, right now yeah Okay, well, I guess I could run up closer because I've only got 20 feet on this hand axe. Okay. So, run up closer, do it. Huck that axe at it. This is my extra attack. Ooh, uh, 24. That hits. Okay, hand axe does. I'm looking, I think I can move my Slayer's Prey thing to another... Let me see. So I can designate a different creature, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's a bonus action. Okay, so I could use my bonus action to do that one. I don't like move it like Hunter's Mark. I just like re. Okay. Do How it. Long can you... It doesn't say. Yeah, but the hunter, you can just do it. Okay, you just do it, and it lasts on that creature until you take... Okay, that that makes sense. Okay, Okay. so it's kind of like Hunter's Mark, but slightly different. It's strangely, but I understand it now. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you can can bonus action to mark it. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to bonus action to do that one that I'm attacking right now. Okay. And then um, let me roll the damage for that. So that's 2d6 plus my dex. Uh, that's 12 uh, slashing okay that's and that was hug that hand axe at it yes um, so you get your double kill um, yeah. kill chain combo breaker uh, you get you take out two of them in quick succession leaving the one remaining okay excellent uh, awesome uh, so that brings us to the final skater hot which that one will take uh, damage at the beginning of its turn I believe End of its turn for the flame. Yeah. Okay. End its turn within five feet of the sphere. I see. Okay. That makes sense. So that will, uh, it's, it's going to move then, um, towards. This one was the one was going after you initially, uh, and, uh, so. I think I'll have it do. Uh, it'll keep going after you. Uh, so it's gonna make. Hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's going to run after you, Ensign. It's going to make its attacks. Okay. Uh, ooh. Well, that's a 20, a 20, and a 19 to hit. Oh, those all hit. Ah. Uh, so that's 20 points of damage total. 20? Yeah, 7 plus 7 plus 6. Uh, is there any way I could absorb elements part of that damage? Uh, <laughs> I don't know how this spells thing. work. Okay, so no, not the yeah. acid. Okay. Well, I am down. <laughs> Do you have your Relentless Endurance as a half-orc? No, because of other things. So, not really. Nope. No. <laughs> Uh, and, ah, and other things that have not been the, yeah, as the beetle turns on you and just unleashes fury across you uh, you take a number of hits and Enza also goes down uh, which will put it to Cordelia's turn wow does that ever change what I was gonna do <laughs> yeah cause two of your party are now unconscious holy shit um I can get one of them if you can get the other. Look. So it's only the one beetle left, right? Yeah, only the one beetle yeah. left. How bad does he look? Uh, it, looking, they. What, what do you call rough. the beetle? I'm gonna... In this case, it would be fine. Um. Oh, frick. I'm gonna... Uh, oh, God. I really don't want you guys to die. Um, I'm gonna Scorching Raid at third level. Okay, and so four to explode. So I got yeah. four. One of these has got a hit, right? One of them. That's an eleven. Total misses. Yes, total. Well, sorry. Times two. <laughs> eleven. Make the rest of your attacks. Uh, that's way better. Seventeen. It's uh, natural twenty. Hits. And uh, 24. Hits. So the last three hit, uh, one of them dealing double damage. Okay, so that is four, eight, and then... uh, 22 total fire damage. Okay, 22, all the mana. Yeah. Um, all right, 20 points of fire damage. It's still up, but it is really, really rough. Clove! Um, um, can I move? Yes, you can. I'm going to get in between uh, where Sebastian is and where the beetle is. Okay, you interpose yourself between yeah. two. Okay, uh, Clove. Did take damage from the flaming sphere at the end of its turn? It moved. Uh, it, it moved, moved away, out of the, so away from the flaming sphere. Yep. Okay. It's, so here's what I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm. Uh, how close am I to Enza? Uh, within running range. Okay. You can, you can move to her. I'm gonna go ahead and run to Enza and do a third level cure wounds on her. Okay. So let me. Sorry, I'm one-handed trying to maneuver a computer. I can do it. Really, I can. Here we go. Cure wounds. There you are. And at third level. Submit. There you go. I did 16 points of healing to Enza. And then uh, I will go ahead and 
take the sphere and run the sphere into the other beetle, hopefully avoiding any of my friends. No, you can do that. Uh, so it'll make a dexterity saving throw. Yep. Not very dexterous beetles. That uh, it fails, so it takes two d two d six. Here we go. Ooh, eight points of damage. Does it kill it? Not yet. Oh my god! <laughs> it's still up. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Clove. That is the end of your turn. Then, uh, yep. Bash, make me a death saving throw. All right. There's a five percent chance. Uh, come on. That's a 12, so that's a success. Success. That's good. Um, Enza, you are conscious. Cough, cough. <laughs> uh, if not prone. Yes. Um, shoot, when I threw my axe. <laughs> you did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to, let's see. Oh, within 60 feet. Okay. Uh, I'm going to sit up and see that Seb is still down. And I'm going to use my bonus action to uh, healing, cast healing spirit. Okay. Um, so I sort of like in casting it and this um, this sort of like sort of transparent uh wolf appears okay kind of like is sort of standing near him and yeah because he's within 60 feet so it's there hanging out by him and then i think if it appears in his space whenever you a creature you see moves into the suit space for the first time on a turn or starts to turn there so um he'll take the he'll be healed or you can go and roll healing for him <gasps> okay so it's 1d6. <gasps> a six! All right. Uh, Sebastian, you gain six, six health damage. <laughs> and then... I'm wondering if I could, like, l- use my action to sort of help uh, Cordelia or whoever is going to be attacking it next. Um, like maybe I could harry it or something. We no one ever does help in combat. I need to check. Uh, we take the help <laughs> What's action. What does it mean? Uh, the creature you aid gains advantage on the next ability check. It makes you perform the action you're helping with, but it makes the check. You're attacking creature, you can feign to strike the target. So they have to. Uh, USB within five feet of the creature. So if you want to move within five feet of it, you can uh, attempt to. You can help. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I could. I'll get up, and yeah, get up in there, and pull okay. out. I've got. <laughs> Actually, I've got, I'm just like hitting it with the <laughs> my gun or something. Sure. It's pretty so long. You start, yeah, you just like, start trying to bash into it and get its yeah. attention. Yeah. Um, which will put it to its turn. Um. I'm debating whether it's going to turn around on you. Oh, no. <laughs> Shoot, I thought she was next. Oops. Uh, here's what it's going to do. It's going to take one kind of quick... It, it's going to make an attack against you, and then it's going to try to kind of start running towards Cordelia. Okay. Uh, a claw attack. 
That's uh, 21 to hit. Oh, no. <laughs> seven slashing damage. For seven. Okay. I'm still up, but I need to do a concentration. Yep. How do I roll? Do I just roll a d20? No? Uh, plus, your, it's a constitution save. Con save. Okay. Ooh, I'm pretty good at those. Just need to roll 10 or higher. Unless I roll a one. <laughs> so six. <laughs> ah! Wolf, wolf bro is down. Oh, <laughs> um, well, he helped a little. Yeah, well, Sebastian is up. Yeah. Um, and then the skitter haunt makes its way towards Cordelia and is going to make its last two attacks against you. Okay. Uh, 12? No. 21. Yes. 10 points of piercing damage. Okay. Um, that ends its turn. It's your turn. Is it within five feet of the sphere? Or did it move? I'm sorry. It, it moved. It moved towards right. Cordelia. Now it's right next to me again. I really need some melee stuff. I have a dagger, but I don't want to do that. Yeah. Because I did the doing help, does that negate the disadvantage? It would, yeah. to you? Okay. So oh, just be no. a straight roll. Mm-hmm. That works for me. Um, I'm gonna try to ray of frost it. Okay. Uh, 17. Hits. And uh, 2d8. Of cold, its speed is reduced by 10 feet, if that matters. Okay. Uh, that's 10 points of cold damage. It had nine hit points left. Yes! Yay! <laughs> um, so God! This, this burst of frost energy down towards the skitter haunt as it comes, like, uh, running at you and becomes slower and slower and slower and kind of crack, 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 and it stops and then just shatters into pieces across the ground. I need both uh, Sebastian and Enza to make constitution saving throws. Ah, oh, yes. Oh, good. Another one. I hope it will roll one again. 16? Oh, that's better. You're good. Uh, 15. You're good. Uh, let's get back topside and talk about what the fuck just happened. <laughs> good idea. I start dragging Sebastian up off the ground, and as I'm <laughs> doing it, I pop him in the back of the head and go, don't do that again. If I let you die in a cave, Pilar will never forgive me. Yeah, she'd chase my ass into the afterlife, so it's a good thing I didn't die. Let's go. Okay, so you all get on the lift again and crank it and start raising back. Grab the stuff! Grab the stuff! Okay, grab the loot. you've gotten so far. Okay, Um, and and you lift your way back up to the top. Um, Out of danger once again. I'll turn off the creepy cave music then. Uh, actually, could I have like? That's not the music I want. That's a little too upbeat for what just happened. We'll go with this. <laughs> um, could I have grabbed some of the goo? Sure. Or some of the creature. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, when the carapace falls apart, you just there's just this like pile of green goo. Yeah, maybe. 
like the center of a wonder ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I've got a mess kit, so maybe I'll put scoop some of it into the cup. Sure. So All right. It's cup of goo. You got a cup cup of skitter honk goo. Okay. And then I hop on the lift. Okay. And you're all back up at the surface. Well, everyone all right? I will uh, be eventually. Sit down. Could be better. Just means we should avoid getting up close to them. Yeah, I mean, there's three. I bet there's probably more of them. Or What would I know about these? Would I know anything about these skitter haunts? Oh, you might. Um, make a... Okay. I'd accept either a nature or arcana check. Probably nature. Yeah, nature. Can I Did you want to make one too? Yeah. 20 total. Nice. Uh, 21, Arcana. It just got a one-up, everyone, don't you? <laughs> Take that! <laughs> okay, so you do realize what these are. I think both of you realize at the same time, and you're kind of like, ah, oh, skitter haunts. Um, so essentially what you were fighting, um, the, the outer carapace of that creature, it w- was a dead <laughs> creature. The The beetle um, that you're fighting was, was dead. The creature you were actually fighting inside of it was the parasitic ooze that was living inside the shell of the dead uh, mostly dead creature um, essentially they are they are oozes ooze creatures that infest beasts uh, or vermin and uh, essentially animate their bodies and use them at first arrival um, okay would we know if if they're sort of like pack creatures? Like if there'd be, if we saw like three of them, would there be lots more? Or they tend to be more solitary? Would we know anything like that? It kind of works like an infestation. Um, mm-hmm. Creatures are infected with some of the uh, skitter when, when they are attacked or hit. Uh, a creature that can be infected by it, like a beast, um, would uh, would be infected, would gradually sort of begin to deteriorate from the inside okay. and uh, eventually the new, like the skitter haunt kind of gestates inside of it and then kind of takes control of the body, liquefying the insides. Um, <laughs> so there could be some down, there could be more. Um, they don't really have a packed mentality though. It's more of just a, like I said, like an infestation. Okay. Got it. Well, maybe we should take this stuff to the professor and let him know. So we've at least figured out what's down there. Let me take another shot at it another time. That might be for the best. Yeah. Some of you need to get some sleep. Yeah, a bit. Let's take a minute here first before we head out. Stiff breeze could knock me over at this point. Yeah, you don't look too good. I've taken worse in the ring. But as he says that, it's kind of clearly 
you know, putting on a tough face. <laughs> There's not normally acid in the boxing ring. <laughs> Probably not. Not normally. Can I try to look at him to make sure he doesn't have a concussion? <laughs> um, okay. I feel yeah. like I've seen you with a concussion before. You, uh, you look him over. Um, or if you want to make a medicine check, you, you can. There's no real advantage to it. Um, what is my medicine? 16? Okay. No more of a concussion than usual. Okay. Than <laughs> usual. So, uh, before we head out, based on what I know of Podrick, do I think we need to try and lay as low as possible? Like, he's the type to be hunting us down as we speak, or... Oh, yeah. Like, how um, much do we go about other business? Podrick, he runs pretty tight with the Nurians, obviously. is a, you know... He's in pretty pretty deep with them. Is not like a high level officer or something, but a low level enforcer. Um, doesn't have a, a huge crew. Based on what you know about him, he typically operates in a pretty small area. It's actually weird, based on your knowledge of him, that he would be operating anywhere outside of the Root Square um, area. So, um, whatever's going on with him and Craig, it's not some is normal his usual mo uh but yeah he doesn't usually go looking for fights fights usually come to him okay all right uh yeah just let the rest of the party know we should be pretty okay with Podrick as long as we stay away from craig's shop or nurian territory until this all blows over but we're gonna want to deal with him sooner than later I guess let's see if this is enough to get us the essence gems from the professor, or if not, see about taking this on again after a good night's sleep. Agreed. Yeah, I like that plan. Okay, so you uh, head back to the the university and uh, go to speak with the professor. Um, uh, you, you make your way back up to his office on the uh, upper floors of the uh, history building. Um, he's in his study still, and, and as you uh, enter, he uh, and I'm leaning over his desk, um, scribbling out some more papers, uh, sees you and uh, says, Oh, oh did, did we have an appointment? We do now. Can I help you? Uh, we came to talk to you about the creepy death cave that you sent us in. Sort of adjusts his spectacles. Actually, I think he takes the reading glasses off and puts on his uh, visual glasses. And he goes, oh, oh, it's it's you. Oh, I'm, come in, come in. Close the door, close the door. <sighs> uh, and so uh, Dr. Engelward, uh kind of gestures for you all to enter and uh, you'll come in, sit or stand however you wish and he says, so oh, what what'd you find? What happened? Uh, well, we've got more than a few artifacts for you to look at and we've also got a couple of questions about what we found down there Excellent, uh, well tell me everything tell me everything uh, it, it kind of begins to 
uh, push the papers and the items off his desk, seeing that uh, do you still have like sacks of stuff that you're bringing in? Okay. Um, kind of motions aside so you can put the sacks up on the on the desk. Okay. Um, so do you tell him everything that happened down there? I don't know if you guys want to do it in character and summarize what happened or. Kind of like say. put the cup on the desk and be like, you got a skitter hunt problem down there. A big one. And he looks at the goo and says, I'm, I'm not very well studied on creatures. Is that a bad thing? Yeah, I mean, it, there's probably more of them down there. We took care of a few, but. Did you see any sign of the the research team? Uh, not yet. No. Well, um, let's see what you have in the bags here. And always oh, so begins to take out the the statues and some of the pearls and and the. Um, did you so you have everything in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the statue the and the yeah and the five figurines and temples. And the uh, okay, perfect. Uh, looks them over and is very interested. I think in the the statue of the Kuatoan deity of uh, Dagon. Um, says this is this is quite a find. I I wasn't expecting anything like this down there. Kuatoan society is. There had been rumors of there being some uh, findings of some sort of. A presence of these creatures that long having lived here before uh, Gothford, obviously, and probably a few generations before some of the more recent kingdoms that had taken up uh, residence in this region. Um, strange they'd be so close to the surface, though. I, well, this this hmm, this warrants further research and investigation. Did you find anything else down there besides this? No, not really. All right. Uh, Not any objects, but it looked like there was more to explore, but there was also a weird smell. Kind of like sulfur. Hmm. You said there was more to the, uh, the ruins down there than you were able to look at? Yeah, there were some tunnels and stuff. We didn't get a chance to look before those skater fellas got on us. Well, I can um, I can certainly compensate you for what you've provided here so far. Um, if you'd be willing to go back and see what else you could find, I would compensate you for those as well, equally. Yeah. Um, we uh, actually had some thoughts about that. Um, we find ourselves in need of some uh, of those gems that you promised quite quickly so we'd be willing to take those now and come back for monetary compensation later Hmm. upon further exploration of your tunnels well that that certainly sounds fair it'll take me uh, uh, probably a day or two to get the appraiser here and and look over the uh, uh, have him look over the relics and and determine their values to compensate you so You've done very quick work. I can pay you up front with the gems now, and then uh, why don't you return if you if you make a second uh, attempt at the runes? Uh, 
come back with what you find. We can pay you those two. Why don't you meet me? Um, I'll have the appraiser here. Uh, we'll say tomorrow evening. And uh, if you have a chance to go and, and further delve into the runes, then bring back what you have then. Uh, if not, then I'll pay you for, for what you've found already. That seems more than fair. Okay. Uh, the gems, though. I'll, I'll get those. Uh, one second. And he uh, walks over to a cabinet in the corner of the room near the window, um, opens that up and begins to sort of rummage around in there, uh, pulls out a black box. She sets on top of the cabinet, um, pulls out a set of keys from his uh, pocket, uh, opens up the box, and... Uh, pulls out a small kind of sack of clinking objects. You can't see what's inside. Um, he opens it up and sort of... One, two, three. There were more if you weren't there. Yeah, they got the shit kicked out of them a bit more than us. Didn't feel up to coming to this uh, talk. Understood. So uh, I believe I said one for each of you. Uh, so that'll be six in total. Um, all right. Um Sipsider pulls the drawstring close, um, closes the box and puts it away, and then uh, walks over and sets the bag on the desk in front of you. Well, that's six essence gems for you to disperse how you wish, and if you need anything further, let me know. I'm sure we'll be seeing you again soon. All right. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow, either way. Yes, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Uh, you all have a pleasant rest of your morning. You got a garbage in here? Uh, he looks around and says, uh, here, and pulls a waste basket from underneath the... Uh, it's gonna dump out the slime goo. <laughs> It'll probably start stinking soon, so you might want to get that uh, chucked sooner than later. Thank you and puts it I don't think back under the desk like puts it in the corner uh, and you all leave heading back out onto the campus um, what would you like to do now? well not bad for a day's work nope well, I don't think our day's quite done yet I want to make sure that essence loom is still intact otherwise these gems are worth shit to us well that's let's, true let's collect Hogarth, Peeler, and Craig, and then sneakily check back the shop, make sure Podrick and his goons didn't wreck it out of spite. Even if it is wrecked, they're not entirely useless, but Craig does make our lives significantly easier. The uh, the shop, too, is just, like, across the street from where you're at right now, um, if you wanted to go there before heading back, but... Yeah, um... Are there, like payphones yeah or like are they all okay uh, yeah, I'm okay with there being payphones like just scattered about well maybe we could try calling at the at Clove's place see if they can come over there don't have to make a trip needlessly I can also pop in to the shop quite inconspicuously if we don't want to take everyone yeah, I think it'd be good if we stake it out for a minute before we try going in there. 
I can disguise myself and uh, just go on as a passerby and not make myself look known at all. I can do you one better. I do that. <laughs> Boop. And turn invisible. Okay. Show off. Do you go? I heard to- that. <laughs> Are you going to head over to the yep. shop? <laughs> just leave. Okay. Um, so you walk across campus, invisible, which is interesting. I uh, hear a lot of half conversations along the way. Um, is anything interesting? Nothing more than maybe some young college students lounge, uh, sitting on, you know, maybe sitting on the quad uh, talking to each other. Uh, I was going to say I try to pickpocket them, but I'm not going to try to steal from college students. Yeah, you probably don't mean. you don't imagine you'd find. Well, I me. think, it, it, I mean, these are the call the students who be attending university be like the upper crust. Um, so, if that changes your opinion, but anyway, no, I'll just go. <laughs> okay, uh, you head to the side of campus where Ar- Arlington's uh, antiquities is. It's just maybe a block over. Um, as you arrive outside the shop, uh, you do notice a couple of things. Um, there is a, there are a couple of uh, GPD officers that are uh, outside the shop, um, kind of mulling about right now. They're clean, There's a crew that's cleaning up some of the glass off the street, um, and it looks like there is a, a little bit of investigation going on over here into what happened. Are they saying anything? Uh, you catch little bits of conversation. Uh, most of it probably at this point gathers you. They've been here for a couple hours and it looks like they're in the later stages of uh, tidying things up. Um, there's an officer who's speaking to um, the shopkeeper next door and says, uh, you hear it's like a small uh, older uh, dwarven woman and you catch a bit as you go past and she's like, Craig's always been such a nice boy. I I don't know why he'd be involved in all I hope he's okay. Uh, and the officer is just like, I'm sure he's all right, ma'am. Uh, we just, we need to find him. If you, if you see him, make sure you uh, tell him to get in contact with the, with law enforcement so we can file the report. Um, and you catch that as you go past, uh, there's, there's like one officer inside that is, uh, kind of walking around, um, looking over the the store like i said it, it looks like most of the investigative work has been completed at this point and they're just kind of clearing out i'm gonna try to slip in the back okay um you go around the back of the shop the bay doors still open um you see the mess in the uh, back of the front where gura was pulling over some of the bookshelves and stuff um and you can see uh, everything seems to be in there everything seems to be intact uh, the cash register looks like it was busted open. Um, you gather that anything, and, and looking around, it looks like anything of any monetary value, gold, anything made of uh, any precious metals, has probably been taken. Um, however, the essence loom is still there. I'm gonna leave. Okay, and you head back, um, meeting up with the rest of your group, who probably has meandered a bit closer. Yep, I sneak up on Sebastian. 
Make a stealth check. <laughs> That's really good. Hang on. With advantage, because you're invisible. <laughs> uh, 24. No, I think that beats your passive. Yeah, and I don't think I can even roll that high. Like, a nat 20 would only <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so sneak. I sneak up behind him, and I make the... Um, the ghost noises that he was making down in the tunnels <laughs> right next to his head <laughs> and then i oh. duck <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i would you know half-hearted just elbow back <laughs> that way so what did you find uh well it looks like they took all the gold and anything of monetary value but the loom's intact not missing looks like it still works that sucks for Craig. Yeah. That was stolen stuff, but at least Loom's still there. We'll call it his penance. Well, if the cops are there, they're probably gonna, you know, make sure it doesn't go missing, so I think we're probably good to get some shut-eye, get to it in the morning. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Let's stop back in at the joint, let him know what's up. Alright, uh, so you all, one way or another, make your way over to the to closed laundry joint. Uh, arriving there at this point, point in the day, it's... Yeah, what time? It, it's, it's sun's probably set at this point. I'd say it's probably 8 o'clock or so. Um, it's getting pretty late in the day. Um, given <laughs> given everything you've done today, investigation, driving around, c- collecting all the relics, the fight with Gura, going down and exploring the... the yeah, you've done a lot today. Um, so, uh, yeah, you make it back to the... Does anyone else, feel, anyone else feel like this, this day has been like two weeks long? It's been a long Very one, yep. So. Uh, and I think as you enter the, oh, let me change to the closed laundry joint uh, soundtrack. <laughs> Has its own theme song. Yeah. All right. It's hopping in here. It is. There's a lot of people in there. It's eight o'clock on a Tuesday. Um, so, Taco Tuesday at close. Tuesday, let's do it. It is Taco Tuesday at close. <laughs> and as you enter the store, you see Hogarth, you see Pilar, um, uh, both sitting at a table with uh, Craig and Harren. Oh, we probably look like shit. You do. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, and I think as you, enter, I think Harin probably sees you coming in first, always keeping an eye towards the door, his back towards the wall. Uh, waves over, and as you come walking over, says, "Well, you all look like stomp shit. What happened?" Skitter haunts happened. Skitter what? Zombie goo bugs. With acid. emphasis on the goo. You're just making that up, right? Those don't exist. I'll kind of show some of my residual <laughs> acid burns. Ugh. Yeah, not not fun. Where did you come across something like that? 
the death cave that the professor wanted us to check out. Ugh. Death cave is an accurate statement. And the worst part is we got to go back. <laughs> well, I hope the pay looks like it's going to be good. I know this one didn't have a set price. Oh, I assume okay. since you're doing all this work that you already talked about pay with. Right. Plus, I think it's a bit of an issue of pride. <laughs> this point just remind me not to wear one of my good caftans right yeah uh, well uh, his goons gave us less trouble than a couple of bugs yeah uh hogarth and uh, or hogarth was filling us in on on a bit of all that sounds like you guys had a had a pretty rough time out there it's been an eventful day yeah, yeah. um maybe suggestion uh go get some silver before you try tussling with the Nurian. I didn't think I had to say that, but in case you need me to say it again, if you're going to tussle with the Nurian, get some silver. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to come with us? No. No, that's not my skilled. Nope. Uh, I'm just here. I'm just the pretty face that that brings brings in the work. Yeah, it's not like we actually planned on having fun with some were creatures today but it happened sure and i think craig interjects here and says um so uh, my shop gp is it's... there they will, they're looking for you it's to be expected valuables were gone but the essence room's still there which brings us to our next point of business uh I don't even want to know. As long as it's still in one piece and it hasn't been burned to the ground. It's there. Your neighbor's quite worried about you. Oh. I suppose I should talk with Irma and tell her what happened, or a version of what happened. All right. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad to see you're all doing all right. I don't know how this helps us with Ura. Well, we've got some uh, weapons to discuss. Oh. All right. Um, I guess we can we can do that. We just have to go back to my shop. Uh, I can go by tonight and uh, smooth things out with the GPD. I'd like to maybe have a bodyguard come with me. Uh, and just kind of looks over to Hogarth and shudders a bit. And then and then Hogarth uh, kind of locks eyes with him and says, I will go with you. Yeah, you guys aren't best buddies already? Hmm. <sighs> Hogarth has been very helpful in making sure I don't die. Uh, all right. Well, do you need anything else from me here? Tonight, I don't think so. We'll see you bright and early in the morning. We'll go smooth things over and uh, see you tomorrow if Gora doesn't show back up. All right. Uh, and he stands up from the table, uh, Hogarth with him, kind of towering over uh, the man, and the two go walking out of the uh, out of the joint. Arin says, 
jumpy fellow that guy. He's got reason to. He's got Nurians on his tail. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to be in his um, in this position either. So, which sort of brings us to an interesting dilemma here. Um, you're at risk for putting yourselves in a pretty bad place with the Nurian by getting involved in all this, depending on where Gura's orders are coming from. Just thought you might want to think about that a bit. I say fuck him, but that's personal bias speaking. I'm not too attached to the dogs. I mean, personally, I don't know why. It doesn't really seem like their MO. I don't know why. I don't know why Podrick would be dealing in this business from what I've heard. That's a very long leash for him to be all the way over in West Circle. Through the... What's the other faction called? The Zartano? That's... Either he's getting big for his breaches or something's happening. Yeah. I might have advised if you get the artillery to, to deal with uh, with Gura and whatever flunkies he brings with him. Maybe talk either before or after. Yeah, I think we need to look into this and figure out, but it'd be good to be better equipped next time. I can also think of... Uh a few members of some other families that might like to know some of the Nurians are getting into their territory. And, um, I mean, as far as I can tell, I'm not seeing any issues with the breach of, well, breach of the covenant at this point. I'm walking a fine line. Yeah, I guess find out what's going on and who's who's put him up to this. Did we tell her and the other targets this attack? I think we told him last time that it was various lords and ladies. Okay. May have, yeah. Okay. Check. Just can't remember what it. Notes. I don't I don't think you've talked to Harn since you've got all this information. Um I could be wrong. I thought I called Oh wait, yeah, you yeah. might have called. Yeah, you I called, called Harn. the. Mm-hmm. I called the joint back right after when that's, we were headed to. That's right, that's right. I forgot about that. So yeah, has been doubly informed of everything that's happened and. Um, okay, and where were the targets? Did we know any of their connections? Any of the families? We, just, we uh, knew who they were, but we don't like. Do we know? Yeah, well, I think maybe you're talking hard about this, and well, and he says, uh, as far as I can, I can tell all all the, well, all the potential marks and the the hits that were uh, supposed to go off on these poor saps, uh, all involved pretty deeply with the Mephistosi. Um I mean, I don't. Most of them seem to be pretty up there as far as uh, involvement, uh, the the length of their involvement. Most of them have been here since since Gothford was founded, um, came in and have sort of built themselves up in their nice homes and uh, and finery up there in Upper Gothford. Um, but I I couldn't 
get any information on any other skeletons in their closet other than just involvement with with the Mephistosi. So either somebody's just trying to to mess with the fiends or there's a bigger game at play. Hmm. I can't imagine the Nurian are much for jokes. Yeah, that's if the Nurian are the ones that are calling the shots here. I guess we'll see. If it's, so. If, if it's high up in the Nurian family that's calling for this and all of a sudden Gura's gotten a higher position, that would break the covenant, right? I'm understanding that right. Uh, it's a little wishy-washy. Uh, the terms of it, as far as any, any of us know, the only people that really know the terms of the covenant are the the ones who signed it. Um, but as far as all the lower level people like us, um, we're just told we're not supposed to cross that line that no outright aggression towards the other factions. Um, based on what I've heard, a lot of, I mean, y- you know how things are around here. There's, there's infighting between and, and and turf disputes, things like that. I think it's a little more complicated than all that. My guess is um, as long as the the big bosses aren't getting involved, that's all kosher. Okay, well, my bell's been rung a couple of times too many today. I think I'm going to sleep. Yeah, definitely don't have the head for politics tonight. Not that I ever have the head for politics. All right, well, you all... Uh, I'm going to stay and have a couple of drinks. The rest of you have a wonderful evening, and let me know how the rest of that job goes. Um, so, those of you that head off to, to rest... Yeah, I think Sebastian would want to wait around for Pilar, because even though she wasn't at, you know, Craig's store, still worried about her having to go back home through Nurian territory. Sure. So he's going to insist, or strongly suggest that she crashes at his place again. Sure. Okay. So, uh, you and, um, you and Pilar head back to your apartment. Sounds fair. All right. Uh, the rest of you, anything else you want to do? Or, nope, I'm gonna go hit the sack. Okay, uh, anything from Clove? Okay, she's gonna go and get some sleep because she got the most, aside from being knocked unconscious, she got hit a couple of times. (laughs) Okay. All right, a uh, couple of things. Uh, what are you doing, Cordelia? Um, I'm just gonna stay and have a couple of drinks. Okay. Nothing. For a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try do some card tricks for some people. <laughs> <I just laughs> okay. Decided. 
yeah. card tricks or trying to trick them with cards? Uh, a little column A, a little column B. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think she feels like playing cards. Um, I think that if anybody is kind of like hanging around or looks interested, I think she'll probably subtly kind of flip through them and do some like sleight of hand stuff. And if anybody's like interested in it, then I'll do some card tricks. Little like illusions and stuff. Okay. See make if anybody a, uh, will cough up some money. Make a performance check. Street magic. Sure. Or I guess if if you're proficient in performance, want to use that? You can use that. Otherwise, it would be a check with your playing card proficiency using charisma. I don't have either of those things. <laughs> oh, I thought you had a proficiency in playing no. cards. Oh. No, it's just like an illusion thing. Because I'm an illusionist. That's a natural 20. Nice. Okay. So you... uh, And I use minor illusion and stuff to do things. I don't know how to do card tricks in real life, so... Uh, okay, so you uh, you spend some time sitting at the table and kind of dealing some uh, some cards and kind of doing some chips where you you know like flick one in the air and catch it in your other hand and you know stuff like that for um, maybe eventually originally some of the orphans that are hanging out in, in the uh, yeah in there yeah and then maybe some of the adults get a little bit uh, sort of interested in what's going on and uh, a couple of them there's some applause and people uh, very kind of cordially watching what's happening and and very interested in what's going on uh, probably a couple of people buy you drinks as a result and that works. Drinks. I was going to say some people like give you gold but that doesn't really I don't think fit, fit the atmosphere here yeah. they'll probably buy you some offer to buy you some drinks um, and uh, towards the end of your little performance um We'll say, what's the name of the orphan? Sam? Samantha? Yeah. Uh, Samantha uh, comes up and she uh, slides a glass of wine, uh, red wine, in front of you and says, um, Man at the bar wanted me to uh, give this to you. Oh, great. Thank you, Sam. Uh, she walks away. You look over at the I bar. try to side eye. <laughs> okay. Uh, you see a. Um, there's somebody with a bat with their back to you. Uh, tall, thin man. Uh, black hair pulled into a ponytail that comes around like halfway down his back. Um, pretty thin, but with wider set shoulders, wearing a. a f- kind of full-length black, almost like a trench coat. Um, and he's uh, sitting there at the bar, and uh, I think you look at the meat. There's probably a mirror on the other side of the bar, and you both lock eyes with each other. Oh, no, I know who this is. Uh, and you recognize, uh, yeah, I think you know who it is. Fuck. 
uh, he turns at the bar and looks over to you and kind of holds up his own glass towards you and nods. I left mine up too. Oh, Do you just, walk over? I, I will wait sort of stubbornly for a minute to see if uh, he approaches me and if he doesn't, then I'll walk over there. I think there's an awkward bit of tension where he's not going to come to you and he's waiting for you to walk over to him. Okay, fine. I'll walk over there. Okay. Um, you, you walk over. You see his uh, very kind of angular, very uh, pronounced features, high cheekbones, uh, very pale skin. Um, this glint of, um, I think, like silver in his eyes. I thought by now you'd remember I don't drink wine. Well, often. Well, I can only hope that your preferences might have improved a bit since your time away from home. My preference is to not be in the same room as you. What do you want? I was in the area. I thought I'd say hi. Hi. This... He kind of looks around the bar. This is very cute. Isn't it? Do you have anything to report in? One of the Narian dogs is off his leash. What else is new? Well, apparently, according to a friend of mine, he's gotten quite far from home and he's calling in hits on Mephistosi. Interesting. Extremely. We could use that. Do you know anything else? Got his name, the names of people he took out hits on. One of them didn't make it. Unfortunate. Um, I think he pulls out a small like black book uh, and sort of slides it in front of you at the bar. I use my mage hand to use my quill to write in it. Okay, you give him the names. Yep. He says, all right. So the dogs bite their master's hand. Hmm. Any idea why? Not yet, but we're looking into it. We. Oui. Well, a couple of co-workers of mine, you could say. You're working with people now. Alongside. I suppose they must be useful. Otherwise, what's the point? They're interesting. Well, don't go getting attached. get attached to anyone with you following me around. I don't follow. Just keep an eye out. No, you stalk. Excuse me. It's always pleasant seeing you, dear sister. Do you need anything else? 
No, I suppose not. Mother just wanted me to check it. I'm sure she did. We may have some work for you in a week or so. Just keep an eye out, I suppose. You know where to find me? Likewise. Good night, Ashley. Good night, Cordelia. I walk away. Okay. Wait, I drain the entire glass of wine, set it on the bar, and then I walk away. All right. Uh, you uh, you walk away. Um, do you leave the bar, or are you just going back to your table? Yeah, I think it's time to go home. <laughs> okay. You leave the bar. It's a long walk. Not as long if I fly there on my broom, which I do. Okay. Saddle up on your broom and go yep. flying off into the night. Um like the witch that you are. Yes. <laughs> I look amazing. Uh, okay. So let's skip to morning. The rest of you do, do you all just meet at the at the antiques store? Do you catch a cab over together? What do you do? It was in oh, let me change the West Circle, West. huh? Uh, yes, it was at West Circle. So let's change it to this. I'm sure I just take a cab ride over. Yeah, I think we'd probably just meet up there. I imagine Helgarth just stayed there the night. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, okay, I think you get there and the, the police yeah. are gone. The windows have been sort of boarded shut until the glass can be repaired. Um, and as as you all come in, maybe you catch because you don't all arrive at the same time. Maybe you catch the last bit of a conversation as uh, Cordelia, uh, as Craig is telling. He's like, and he just stood there by the door all night. It was the scariest thing in the world. I woke up at one point and he was just looking out at nothing. And I listen. I don't know how you do. And like Hogarth begins to walk into the room and he just stops. So, um, everyone's here. Glad to see you're all, you all seem to look much better. Feeling better. It's amazing what a night's sleep will do. Good. Well, I, I have the loom sort of made sure everything's working, everything's oiled up. I, I, I think we're good to, to go with it. Uh, as long as you have the materials and, and know what it is you need. For things like silver and a weapon, would we need to have acquired silver ahead of time, or does the essence gem take care of that? Or no. So essentially, the way the essence gem works is, as long as you have the materials to make the item, uh, it it will create the item, and then the essence gem infuses the item with magic in order to, uh, or the essence loom uh, infuses the item with magic in order to uh, enchant it. So essentially, the the deal being offered here is. Craig's got a lot of items right now. He can he can provide you with the materials you need for anything um, to to create the items that you 
that you want. Um, you just need to say right now. At least this time in the future, you're probably going to have to actually buy the materials to, to do that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I provided him with the hunting rifle I already have, he could make that magical? He could. So the way that the the gems work, um, one essence gem can create any common magic item. Three essence gems create any uncommon magic item. Um, nine to create oh. a rare item. Okay. You guys have six right now. Uh, you could create six common magic items, which would be basically useless um, in the yeah. coming fight. Uh, there are a lot of awesome common magic items, not trying to, to downplay those, but um, you essentially have the materials right now. You could make two uncommon items that could help out. Hmm. I'm okay. Um, I mean, I can harm them with Thorn Whip and, and Flaming Sphere and stuff, so I'm happy to give up, quote-unquote, my essence gem for one of you who have a harder time. Would it take one or two to make my weapons silvered? Uh, silver is not a magic enchantment. That would just be something you'd have to uh, pay the the gold, the cost of. Yeah, I think uh, it's like a hundred gold or something like that. Okay, but that's you know separate from the essence loom. Yes, um, that is separate from the essence. Yeah. This okay. is just to like you could do a plus one enchantment okay. to any existing item. Um, hmm. Yeah, let me double check. Yeah, it's a hundred gold pieces to silver a single weapon. Oh, okay. I think we're a bit away from that. So then I think that would make the most sense for Seb to get two to turn his weapon into a plus one. Here's one thing I'll offer here. Um, actually, Ed, we'll one, throw one thing in the mix too. Um, Craig says, uh, after when you're all kind of looking over this thing, trying to decide what to do, he says, um, one other thing. I know I offered you payment in addition to the use of the loom. As you can probably see, most of the valuables that I can I don't have a hundred gold. Um, I'm pretty sure you offered us two. I'm pretty sure it was 100. <laughs> I'm not being shady, I wrote it down. I'm pretty sure I listened to the recording of what I said and I said a hundred. Did we change I think you might have negotiated to, to 200, maybe. I don't remember. That's if what I to... remember, but I'll yeah. go back and check. I'm trying to look back through my notes. <laughs> no, I thought we did re- negotiate it to 200. To 200. I'll, go, I'll go back and check for sure. You're probably right. I just want to uh, make it super clear that I'm not trying to be shady. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Uh, that you're probably, if you wrote down 200, I, I trust your notes. Like I said, I did a cursory, I, I didn't write it down, so I did a cursory re-listen. I heard 100, and then I stopped listening. <laughs> um, so That's funny. So, okay, what he'll say is, I don't have the gold to um, to cover. I-, I can't pay you with that. I can offer services in silvering two of your weapons, though. I think given the circumstances, that's fair. Or I can create... 10 pieces of silver ammunition. I imagine it's probably a better investment in the long run to make your rifle 
have silver. More to it silver than... your rifle. <laughs> yeah. So no. that you can yes. hit them with it and deal damage. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I want a golden gun. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be fair. Just one shot everyone. We can't do that. <laughs> no, it's more like Overwatch where it's just aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> it's <just laughs> real pretty. Yeah. Oh, gun. Better to make um, the rifle a plus one rather than the ammo. I would route. agree with that. Uh, and I mean, I wouldn't say no to making my cane plus one, but also silvering it is also acceptable. And then yes. getting Hogarth a magic weapon. Oh, I'm sure they would appreciate that. Yeah, what is Hogarth? I just remember the revolver. Yeah, the revolver and the machete. Oh, the machete. Oh, I forgot about that thing. Oh, God, a magic machete. (laughs) That's all, like, bloody and scary already. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, I don't suppose we can ping Dylan and ask his opinion on this right now. I think he's working. Uh, I'll text him and see if he responds before the end of the session. We could... I think... Can we just say that we do one of Hogarth's weapons? Because there are things I would like, but I don't need them right now. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of things? Uh, I can live on spells. Yeah, I eventually I'm going to need some better armor. Like, I'm going to need a plus one armor, clearly, because I get hit so easily. Joke's on oh, me, I can't yeah. wear armor. <laughs> I know, you can't. But you have mage armor. Yeah. Now, look over... Uh, for for the list of plus one magic, uh, a plus one armor would be uh, a rare item. Ah, um, uh, so it would be like ooh, that's ten even more. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so that's save up something to save up for. Yeah, so that would be yeah, be nine uh, essence shows for that. So, so me and Clove and I'm gonna say Pilar can probably live on spells too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a while. Um, so, and then we can. So Where's... we can magic Enza's gun, and we can magic one of Hogarth's weapons. Silver my cane. And silver. then silver the cane. Yeah. You could silver one other thing, too. Ooh. Um, Maybe hmm. silver the machete and magic Hogarth's revolver? Or um, Enza's hand axe. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I have an axe. You use that a lot. So you could silver the hand axe. And, and magic the gun. Magic I have a machete. dagger. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna silver. There's also, I mean, there are other magic items you could make if you didn't want to. If you didn't need to enchant two things, Um, or you guys can make yourself some badass common magic items. You could have a a cape of billowing. So I can make me a wand of the war mage. (gasps) (gasps) I should have a. I should get a wand. Oh yeah. Okay, wait. That'd be really. Gonna pull up a list. I don't know what our fancy things. Speaking of, I need to roll my for my charges on my wand. Oh, yeah, because you took a long rest. Do uh, that. Wanda, the war mage plus one is uncommon. Yes, it is. What does that do? Um, it gives me a plus one to my spell attacks. Oh, which nice. is like all my spells. <laughs> all my attack spells. Yeah. Um, Except magic as well. And you ignore half cover when it's a spell yep. attack. That too. Let's see. Nice. Mithril armor is uncommon. Though I don't. Yeah, I hmm. that. Wow, God, we should have thought about this before. Uh, Oops. Let's see. Where is the. Rod. Bag of holding. 
bag of holding might be worth it. Yeah, that would be a good thing to have. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we could put the werewolves inside it. <laughs> and just leave them in there. I'll Toro them in. Mm-hmm. Gauntlets of ogre power. Ooh, I should get those. That would be funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's a lot of things that you could potentially craft um, using the essence loom. Uh, but if you wanted to, if you're focusing on being able to damage the inevitable cavalcade of creatures that you guys are going to be fighting that don't take damage from non-magic <laughs> weapons uh, or silvered weapons, you might yeah, that might be the better choice. One day I'm going to get a deck of illusions, but not today. Yeah. Uh, how much does ammunition cost? Um, give me a second. Because I created a thing for that because it was not in the... Mm-hmm. I actually think it's in roll 20. Okay. Create a hand up. Yeah. Firearm ammo pricing. Um, ammo for pistol revolver ammo, it's two gold pieces per 10 rounds. Okay. Rifle ammo, it's five gold pieces for 10 rounds. Oof. Okay. Shotgun ammo is 10 gold for 10 rounds. Okay. So if you want to go stock up, we don't have to necessarily RP you going and buying ammo. Um, I just need to do that at some point. Yeah. Because I'm getting low. Okay. All right. Sorry, but that was a side thing. What we could maybe do, actually, is just magic and his rifle and then save the remaining essence gems and start stockpiling them and silver my cane and uh, Hogarth's machete. Yeah, you could do that and decide next time. What you want to do with that's those? Probably good for now. Yeah, that's a good idea. What does that okay. leave us with? Four, three, uh, three, three, which yeah. I will put into the party fund. And I'll, I'll also just also put it out there. As far as you get, this is pretty early in the morning. It does take eight hours for it to be infused. Um, so okay. you have a little bit of time until the uh, rifle will be ready. Okay. Um, which you won't have the rifle during that time. So whether you guys just want to sit around and wait or um, do something else in the meantime. So is that your choice, or I guess Greg? So the um, your your weapon then. Careful with it. All right. Um, he takes it. Uh, kind of like. Uh, looks through it make sure it's there's it's clad clean i think he probably takes it and like cleans it off a bit making sure it's like nice and clean before he puts it in the essence loom uh when she takes it it kind of moves around some of these little like pronged uh, pieces to it so that it'll hold up as he sets the the rifle um so it's sort of suspended there mm-hmm. um and then he takes one of the essence gems and puts it in this little kind of slot uh right at the the top of the this kind of bed of kind of spiked metal uh and the essence gems too i think you take one out you take the three actually give him three so he puts uh three into the slot and the um the right uh, the essence gems are interesting i think you're all getting your first maybe look at what essence gems look like uh they are these uh ruby red crystals that have this almost like swirling 
substance inside of them almost looks like um, smoke or mist within it um, and just sort of spins there and it's it's almost hypnotic to look at um, but anyway he, he slides the three into position uh, <laughs> Dylan says hell yeah uh, to the plus I didn't tell him in context I just said do you, do you want a plus one machete and he says hell yeah <laughs> Um, so you guys can talk about that next time. We'll go with this for now. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay. And and as he puts those three in there, um, places his hands to either side of the table. And where he places his hands, these two runes light up. And some of the pronged pieces actually begin to levitate off the table. And the whole thing begins to suspend and sort of dismantle. And you watch as your gun is actually pulled apart and the, in the separate pieces are sort of um, the component parts of the rifle are pulled away magically from each other. And the whole thing begins to glow this pulsing red glow. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Craig steps away from it and says, all right, uh, I'll keep an eye on this for well, pretty much the rest of the work day today and uh, come by this after- later this afternoon and should be ready. Uh, if you have anything else that you want me to work on after that. Uh, so Silvering will also take the loom or is that something you can do? No, that's uh, I have a um, I have a, a colleague of mine who does some of my metal work. He can uh, silver some of your weapons keep it on keep it a little hush hush though because the Nurian aren't big fans of learning that there are people silvering weapons in the city um, discretion is my middle name after all what do you need silver I'll kind of take the cane and first I will hit the button that makes the sword tip pop out because I don't think we can really silver like the blunt part of the cane but the blade could get silvered and then, we can silver the whole thing. Okay, but I need to show him, you know, it in all three of its forms. So obviously, cane first, button for the sword, and then another button, and it kind of collapses into its whip form. Oh yeah, I forgot does that. Okay, so I think so he cool. looks. Uh, I think he looks over the weapon. Says, "This, this is interesting. Where did you get this?" Got a buddy of mine to put it together after I retired from. The fighting lifestyle. Hmm. No fighting in the rings. Um, the blade is easy enough. Might need to add some inlay or um, some studs to the cane itself for for it to have any effect. And then the whip, maybe a few prongs along the tip. Okay, I think that'd be fine. Um, if you don't mind, I'll take it now. Was there anything else you need? Silvered. Uh, are you doing? You're doing Hogarth's uh, short sword, right? So uh, Hogarth uh, suddenly is just sort of looming over him, and you see uh, Craig kind of this chill run up his spine as he looks over his shoulder, <laughs> uh, and Hogarth just pulls out the in, in a very like blinding fly, uh, fast motion, uh, just rips or uh, uh, unsheaths the machete uh, and holds it in front of. Craig, um, who again just sort of freezes and takes, <laughs> yeah, uh, takes it and and uh, Hogra says, "Careful with that." And 
uh, Craig takes the machete and says, I'll do my best. And uh, also places on the table with the cane. Says, I should have those ready in uh, about the same time. So I'll see you all this afternoon then. See you then. Just don't go getting in any fights until then. No promises, but trouble has a way of finding us. All right. So you leave your weaponry with Craig. And where would you like to go next? Just chilling at the bar until game time or? I need to go buy some bullets. Okay. You want to go buy some bullets? Um, You probably have. I assume you have a guy or something in the city that. Probably. I mean, that makes sense. Um, Let's let's conjure this into existence. Who do you think you buy weapon? You buy uh, bullets from? Uh, I bet. I think it's like a guy that I probably. At one time, he was like a mark, and then turned into sort of like a weird friendship. I like, like I tracked him down one time, and then maybe let him off easy, and now he gets gets me my stuff that I need. Okay, what's his name? His name is. Or their name. Hmm. What's a good name? Uh, Garrett. Garrett. Okay. Um. Human dwarf. Uh, orc. No. I think he's a, a a dwarf. Okay. And okay. yeah, I thought he like owns a pawn shop or something. <laughs> owns pawn shop, sells ammo. That makes yeah. sense. I think most pawn shops sell ammo. Yeah. Guns. Okay, so you go and you meet with Garrett and um, buy some ammo. Does anybody else need ammo or anything? Does anybody else want to buy anything? Potions or... Uh... Um, I mean, I'm down a few throwing knives because I never got them back from the, the lichens and I don't know. We probably would have recovered the one I threw at the Skitter Haunt. Um... But that's also not a pressing need. I still have eight of them. <laughs> not because potions, like basic healing potions, are typically fifty gold each, right? Basic healing potions are. However, uh, if you'd like, you can buy some of the illustrious patent potions that are available oh, in man. many stores in the Guthford area, and those you could buy for the low, low price of twenty-five gold. Oh no. <laughs> Half the gold, twice the risk. <laughs> oh man, I kind of want to get one. Yeah, I think after going ah. down yesterday, Sebastian is gonna is gonna seek out one of those. Okay. So maybe at the patent or at the uh the pawn shop, uh do you want to buy some throwing knives too or are you just getting the potions? Um how much would two throwing knives be which are, you know, reskin darts? <sighs> how much are darts in the book? I assume not very much. Probably not. And does it even give individual pricing, or is it only in 
packs of 10 Inno, or 5 copper each. So five. it would yeah. be 1 silver for the 2. Yeah. Okay, which I can do, and that puts me back at an even 10 silver. Yay. Okay. Um, and yeah, it, I think they have, he has a nice little like display case uh, on the counter that has some of Harrington's health drops. Um, and there are uh, uh, a few there that you can buy, probably like five or six, uh, just basic healing potions. Uh, I only have the gold for one. <laughs> okay. So I will get one of those and... I think we we want to wait until one of us uses one before we say what's special about these. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you don't know until you drink it. <laughs> well, but even yeah, the players know what could happen. But yeah, well, I, I want to. I mean, I'll tell the the chat. I think we talked about it yeah. at some point. Um, Maybe. Yeah, there are something in there in this universe. Uh, there are some people that have mass produced healing potions. I'm using some questionable methods, and uh, we refer to those as patent potions. Um, people that have uh, they mass produce them and then sell them in bulk and make a lot of money off of them uh, however because they are made with in such rapid nature and and without the oversight that many practiced uh, arcanists would use in, in making these potions uh, they tend to have some side effects um good and bad uh, so because of the risk they are and, and they're sold at a, at a cheaper value uh, basically the players when you drink one you roll a d100 uh, there's a 50 percent chance that there's some sort of risk involved um and it ranges for a lot of things there are a lot of wacky wacky things that can happen a lot of them sort of imagine, like the wild magic uh, effects we have a chat request that i would like to put in the dm's brain which is yes. can patent potions be an option in the ggk store Ooh, oh. that would be a good one we'll <sighs> talk about that yeah just i don't know if you had the chat up so just thought I'd put that one in there Oh man! I'll, uh, yeah, I'll I'll add oh, that man. to my notes for today's session. Um, I've had a couple things that we might be adding to the store. Um, and it feels more like rats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what we're gonna start doing is I'm gonna start just putting up a vote thing in it and <laughs> like give one oh, to one no. of these players and vote in the chat and and. Oof. Or you drink one and I have them vote for an effect. <gasps> oh no. Okay, we'll talk about it. We'll brainstorm this later. Oh, um, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, just as part of <sighs> as part of the flavor on the way to the store, I don't know if it's just Enzo and Seb going, but because Seb has given up his cane so it can get silvered, he's keeping up his appearances of needing the limp, so kind of using the other person, like getting them to walk arm in arm or something. Or you need some for, help, buddy? Yep, yeah, it'll be much easier to get, to get around with, with some help. All right. Um, all right. So we'll say you do some shopping. Mm-hmm. Get prepared. Anything else? Oh, for dealing, want to do Maybe, something too? Um, I potentially might go shopping, but if we have some, like, some time during the day, during a day off, um, I want to start doing my other job and trying to. Um, I want to start trying to move the mana that me and Clove stole. Okay. Before. <laughs> Where do you want to move it to? To people that I usually sell it to. Yeah, I know. Um, so you want to try something? Just make. When we'll I just say move, move <laughs> I mean I would I like to go sell magic drugs to people, please. Uh, yeah. Uh, you would like to fence it? <laughs> yes. Sure. We'll kind of 
because we don't have much time. We'll we'll wrap this one up in a. Uh... No, it doesn't have to be. A, I don't even make it a big thing. No, no. I just want to say. I uh, did it. Yeah. Uh, just make a persuasion check. Okay. With advantage. Okay. Well, okay. Actually, I'll give you this choice. I'll give okay. you a choice. Um, I'll let you do it with it. You can either make a persuasion check, selling it to some, like, maybe a little more affluent clientele, people that maybe don't partake of it as much. Um, regular persuasion check for that. Um, okay. And you'll get a, you might get some decent money from it. Okay. Uh, persuasion check with advantage to maybe sell to some people that tend to use it a bit more, need it a bit more, won't make as much money off of it. Better chance that you're going to succeed in being able to peddle more of it. And that you get advantage on. I'm gonna take the risk. Okay. And try to make some more money. Oh, that's really good. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, 19. 19, yeah, that is really good. Okay, so... <gasps> I'll say with the 19, you're able to sell all of your... Um, the the mana that you have acquired from uh, through illicit means. Uh, this is the stolen mana that you're selling right now, right? Yes. Okay. Not in the stolen containers, though. <laughs> no. Uh, I assume okay. we have changed them over. I'll say you make you make about. I'll just I round it up to about 100 gold pieces. Hachi machi! Now we're cooking the gas. Is um, what I say inside my head. Which you can split with uh, Clove I, if you like. Yeah, I will give Clove... I don't know what our split would be. Uh, well, neither of you, I mean... We didn't I, I really talk about it. We didn't. So, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know, either 50-50 or 60-40, I think, is what Clove would agree to somewhere in there. 60 for me? No, 60 <laughs> Okay, we can split it 50-50. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I get Clove 50 gold. All right. You guys... Go I was going to lie and say I didn't make as much as I did, but I don't think Cordelia would lie to Clove about it. Everyone else probably, but yeah. So you both have 50 gold. Anything else you want to buy before we call it for tonight, if you want to name potions or anything? I want to go ahead and buy one one potion. Okay, you can buy a pad potion oh, for 20 goodness. Now I gotta do math. Or you can buy a real potion for 50. No. <laughs> I, don't, I shouldn't say real. A boring potion. <laughs> a boring potion. Um, a vanilla potion. <laughs> there are vanilla flavored. Ooh. We've got the vape of. I want to save up all my gold and buy a potion vape. Yeah. You can use that <laughs> oh vape line to, uh, to, to go for everybody just rocking <laughs> around. Y'all. Like, God. <laughs> Stop. Oh, I've got 63 gold now. This is more money than I've had in forever. Uh. So I bought two rounds of bullets and a patent potion. 
two rounds or or you because you, you said it. it's five gold for ten, right? Yeah, five gold for ten. Yeah, so about two. So I've got twenty bullets. Okay, so you bought, you spent uh, ten gold to buy. Yeah, ten 20. gold. Okay, I thought you bought the two rounds. I was thinking like two, two bullets. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I should have uh, said. So we'll say like two cases. That's two cases. Uh, there you go. Two cases, and I have enough left for a potion, a patent one. Let's see how this goes. Okay, so we got there. Make sure you mark those as patent potions in your yeah, inventories. Trusting y'all. Well, I shouldn't say I'm trusting y'all. At this point, you have nothing but patent potions, so we know that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I might just get rid of real potions at some point, but we'll see. <laughs> see how this goes. This uh, is gonna be a special effect. Uh, Perfect. All right. Yeah. Is there? Is there already like a thing in Roll Twenty for the potions, or do I just need to like hand key it in? Be able to pull in a healing potion from the compendium. Yeah. Okay. I but think there's I, not like something that'll like roll the D100. No, I could try to make a roll table or something for it. That might be fun to do. Okay. Yeah. So I'll work on that. Roll table is okay. a macro, probably a thing. I don't know how you would get that in with this, but like I can do this do the double brackets, one D100 in there. So yeah, you can. This probably doesn't deep. need to happen on stream. But. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. We'll, we'll figure sorry. it out. Um, I'll, I'll, <laughs> not the most exciting thing to end the stream on. Um, on the oh, test no. roll, I got a one on the one D one hundred. That would have been pretty good though, because that's yeah. immediately gained the benefits of a short rest. Three hours wait there, and that's yeah. how you make a roll table. That's nice. Yeah, like I said, some of them are good. Some of them you get older. Um, Don't give um, it away. <laughs> anyway, so we won't give any more than that away. It has two freebies. Uh, so that's going to be it for today. Let's go ahead and call it there. I know not the most exciting place to end the game on, but uh, I think it was desperately needed that you guys kind of... But we survived two encounters Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. I really think being alive is exciting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that was real close. Uh, okay. But yeah, we'll call it there. Uh, we will be back in two weeks to continue our uh, our journey see right now your to-do list is to uh go assassinate or at least beat up uh, a couple of werewolves and uh go find out what the what's with the ooze stuff and go back into the death cave yeah get our weapons meet the appraiser those so before things. doing the yeah the we'll find yeah, the I want my gun back please <laughs> i'll find some more mana to sell i'm just gonna do that for the rest of the game yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll be back in two weeks. I know we're going to be missing some people on the 20th. Oh, yeah, take it. Um, <laughs> we'll figure out. We may need to... Mm, we'll, oh, we'll talk yeah. about it. We'll figure out what the what the schedule is going to be. But we'll let you all know. Um, thank you, everyone out there, for, for watching and enjoying and partaking and, and engaging. Um, we, uh, like I said, coming up just to make sure everyone out there is aware we have wild space wild space i don't know why i said it like that uh on monday uh that eight o'clock eastern time we will have the next session of wonder world not this thursday but the next thursday and then this game in two weeks uh keep an eye out the podcast for this episode will be coming up in uh should be up by next weekend that's what we're trying to hit with the schedule or at least um at least a few days to a week before the next session will go up and then uh cyberscape will be coming up soon um 
within the next week, I'm thinking, is when we'll go ahead and put up the first uh, episode. We're not going to do a huge lead up to it because it's already been enough of a lead up. Uh, at this point, you've all been very patient, G, and we really uh, appreciate your patience. So it will be going up soon. We'll put it, we'll definitely announce it when it goes live and it's up there for your uh, for your amusement. So I think that's it. Anybody else have any announcements? Poems you want to read, stories you want to tell, something like that. Okay. Uh, thank you all, everyone out there for watching. Uh, we will see you next time. And until then, good game and good night, Internet. Good night, good night Internet. Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet.